Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, a radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Bravo, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I've had the honor to meet hundreds of highly qualified professionals in the areas of natural medicine, sustainable living, and healthy relationships, and I wanted to find a way to help them expand their reach and share their expertise. Green Tea Conversations is our vehicle to do just that. We have in our studio today Jeremiah Rangel, the creator of Intra Awareness, a four-pillar system which connects the body, mind, consciousness, and wealth. Jeremiah is a professional coach and the trainer of hypnosis and neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. Welcome to the show, Jeremiah. Thank you for having me. Yes. So to get started, let's first of all talk about what is neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. It's been around for nearly five decades, been around since the early 70s, but many people haven't quite heard of it yet. Correct. So explain to people what is NLP. So NLP is, the simple way to explain it, it's kind of the way I use it and teach it, it's the user's manual for your mind. It's, like you said, been around since the late 1970s, and um, basically it got started, people that were in the field of psychology that were um, kind of technicians and look for patterns and find out that, well, how does the mind work? You know, it, you don't have to necessarily be a psychologist to understand how to use the mind. It's just like you don't have to be a personal trainer to work out. So NLP is simply um, a methodology or a system to help people understand how their mind works and if you understand how something works you can actually use it to, to get what you want out of life and so neuro talks about the brain neuro is like the neural pathway so it's the the neuro the breaking down neuro linguistic uh, programming is that the neuro or the neurons when you think about something when you think about um, the radio and, and your um, maybe above the age of 10, you're going to have a, probably a picture in your mind. There's going to be neural pathways that, that fires for it. If you think about your favorite color when you're a kid, different neural pathways. Think about your favorite song. It's just the, the, the brain sends neural pathways how to get the information. So that's how we access the information in our long-term memory storage. And so that's the, the neurons with it. The linguistic is the language the, that the brain speaks or the mind speaks. It's how we put meaning to things. Okay. And then the programming is basically like a computer programming. Um, we set up computers to do what we wanted to do. If we wanted to play music, if we wanted to retrieve files, if we wanted to do different things. The same thing is essentially for the mind. So we can program our mind positive habits, positive outlook, positive thoughts. So we, we can actually tap into the user's manual of how it works and to be able to use it to what we want. And so this really kind of goes back to, I think, about you know, if you're in a situation, especially in a workplace where you've had some negative experiences and it's really easy to get into that negativity, it's really easy to continue to think about and talk about that negativity. Play the same tapes over and over again, yes. Okay, so yeah. you say tapes. Right? That's one way to say it. People play the same tapes. Um, maybe, then the people would maybe do the same conversations, playing the same story over and over, the same scenarios. So essentially our, our mind um, has kind of two different components to it. There's the, the conscious mind, which is like a computer screen, which is what we're immediately focusing on like right now, what we're aware of, what's on the screen. And then we have the unconscious mind, which is like the storage, all the memory, the, the gigs, the RAMs, all the, all, all the background stuff that we don't see that's not on the screen. So our unconscious mind... Um, really since birth is always recording information and the reason why it needs to record if you think of somebody that um, maybe their brain or their mind isn't working optimally like somebody who has maybe dementia where they might not be able to have access to information they once had so people that let's say don't have dementia be able to, can access the information inside through our unconscious mind which is like our, our memory storage and so um, we can the problem that people get into is if the, people go through experiences like if you think about a memory and this is something that really blew my mind the first time, Candy, when I heard it, that the memories that we have in our minds is not the real event. Mm -hmm. When you think about where you were when your first kiss or um, the first time you went down a slide or your first time in a, you know, behind the wheel of a car, you, that's not really happening right now. If you think about even your car itself and the car's not in the room and you can't physically see it, it's not the, it's not the car, it's your mental picture of the car. So a lot of times people confuse memories for the real thing. 
And memories can be really, you know, interesting and tricky. Some people can remember themselves in the car driving, like seeing the steering wheel. Other people can remember themselves like outside of the car looking at themselves, which is didn't really happen. People didn't record something outside of themselves per se. So the the mental tapes that people play aren't the it's not the real event. It's not the real thing that happened. It's their perception of it, which can be beneficial if you want to make it positive, but it can be limit limiting if it's negative. And if it's negative and playing over and over again, which is what the mind does is um, it brings things up until we deal with them. You know, if we don't deal with things, fully process them, then our unconscious mind, okay, now it's now it's time to do it. Okay, now let's, now let's deal with it now. So even if you have, like, a memory or you get triggered by something, because whenever you have a negative event that happens, say something happens at work and somebody triggers something in you, it's really not about that person of what they said, but it's bringing up something from that memory bank. Correct. In an unconscious way. Correct. Tr triggers is essentially, there's, in my line of work, there's, there's strategies to triggers, meaning there's the external force, somebody, it's a sound, a person, a situation starts the trigger, and then there's the response. So the person says something, then I feel this way and I think this and I do this, you know, maybe a, a downward spiral. But yes, the, the people that is, is, mm, this is really where I, my students and my, um, my clients, I, I look for leaders that, that step up with ownership. Ownership is, you know, no excuses, um, whatever hand I, card I get dealt in life, I'm still going to find a way, I'm going to find a solution. So, and for my students and my clients, the, the triggers, um, those people are, we, we express gratitude for them. Maybe not immediately right away, but at a certain <laughs> point, get to a point of gratitude. Thank you for bringing this up for me, whether it's indirectly or, you know, directly your, your intention. The, the person that brings up the triggers brings up something for us to, to take a look at. This is just the way we, we use it and we see it and, and how we walk the walk, so to speak. And then once that gets triggered, it's our responsibility. You know, it's, and where does that come from? We get to, not necessarily like traditional psychology, like why do you feel this way, which could make it stronger, the reasons we, the meaning we put to it. But it's more like curiously, how long have you felt this way before? And what is the root of this? And what would happen if you cleared it? If you get it, got it at the unconscious level, the place where it got created in the first place, and it might be mentally going back to the time period when it got created. Most adult problems I found, most adults that have problems, it's not really the current problem. It has something from childhood or something younger. And where I come in is I find out exactly, like a computer, um, I find out the root file, the root cause, the root time period where it's stored in the mind. And then we can actually upgrade it from there. You know, one of the one of the things that I've been learning about, especially most recently in the last couple of years or so, is just... Um, and we, we always go back to our childhood about things that happen, but it's really important for people to understand that kids don't have the ability to have logical thought until we're in our 20s. And so everything is based on the emotion of what is happening at that moment. It's how you feel at that moment Correct. that happens. And that's why the trigger is so so strong for us. So when somebody... When something happens in a workplace or something happens with a family member and it's triggering you, like you said, that's a great time to be able to really just look at it and be thankful for it, that it's it's coming into your awareness. Too often we start to blame the other person for what they've done to us, but if you're really, really conscious about it, and that's what you help people do, correct? Correct. Yeah, blaming somebody else for, for our emotions or responsibilities the way I don't look at it, it's not necessarily good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just not helpful. It gives power away. Mm -hmm. So the thing where I come in with trigger, triggers are kind of neat because in my line of work is because so sometimes we don't change the trigger. We change the response. So if, if a coworker, I'm just making up something goofy, but every time comes in um, every Wednesday and eats your yogurt in the refrigerator, I don't know, you know, it has your name <laughs> on it and eats it and it brings up something. Maybe you're the the youngest child of five and you know that you got your food eaten and there was scarcity whatever the story is you always felt disrespected correct it could yeah like you disrespected me by eating my yogurt maybe they just were hungry had low blood sugar who, who knows the story but <laughs> but the trigger instead of being upset and feeling disrespected it could be just um, maybe having gratitude oh I'm so grateful that you know and it's not like a necessarily conscious this goes where it's hardwired so to speak so I'm, I'm really grateful that you have it you know or that I have an extra you know um yogurt to spare or so you can sometimes keep the trigger but change the response or you can get rid of the trigger altogether so I don't always necessarily get rid of trigger sometimes the triggers if 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 a person annoys you a hundred thousand times a day 
and that's that's like that trigger is really working well for you. It's just you don't like the response or what it's triggering. So we might keep the trigger and maybe express gratitude every day, or get into um, feeling confident, or you know whatever it is. The the person gets to <clears throat> excuse me choose to decide what they they want to do. So one of the things that I always try to remind people of is we really have, and I've, I've known this myself just because I've been married for 30 years, and I cannot change my husband, right? <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> just is not very successful, and I'm sure he would love to be able to change many things about me. But we really don't have the ability to change the other person. The only thing we have the ability to do is control ourselves right. and, and some, to change our response. Exactly. Something interesting about that. This is, this is what I heard years ago in the studying like marriages and family dynamics and but I heard that I don't know if it was from men or from Mars women or from Venus but um, on average and maybe this is no true these days but at one time on average when women a man and woman let's say got married a woman um, not every woman but in general would say like hey you know I'll kind of mold you shape you you know right. guide you into the person I want and then the man was more like I don't want you to change you to look like this fit in the same dress <laughs> this you know all that stuff which no, neither one of them are true or is really possible or probable, but it's it, the statistically what I say is especially working with couples. Um, let's say I'm working with a wife and say, say like, hey, can you help my husband? And say, well, I can't actually help your husband. He's not here, but I can help the way you feel about it. Ninety percent of the time, when the person changes, the other person miraculously, mysteriously, coincidentally stops doing that response. We're going to talk more about that because that is extremely interesting. So for listeners who want to know more about NLP and the work you do, where can they go? Introawareness.com, I-N-T-R-A, awareness.com. Great. So when we come back, uh, we are going to continue to talk about NLP and how it's used for creating a more uh, healthy and happier life for yourself. For more information or to read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. We'll be right back. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project between now and the end of February. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. Food nourishes us. We need food to live. But how are we nourishing the food system? Well, actually, we're throwing a bunch of chemicals and we're making the dirt dead and then we're adding nitrates to the water and we're causing dead zones in the ocean. Oh, and we're also causing climate change. We do that with every bite we eat. But we can create something different. We can switch to a regenerative system. And that's what we talk about every week on Food Freedom Radio. So tune to Food Freedom Radio Saturdays at 8 a.m. or anytime via podcast. Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We are sleepwalking into a disaster. Climate change is burning down our forests, flooding our coastlines, and parking the polar vortex in our own backyard. What can we do? Please join us at Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska for a one-hour talk from meteorologist Paul Douglas on Tuesday, February 19th at 7 p.m. Paul's new book is called Caring for Creation, The Evangelical's Guide to Climate Change and a Healthy Environment. This talk is part of the Tuesday Dialogue series hosted at Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska, a progressive congregation that teaches Dr. King. It has the big red rocker out front at 145 Engler Boulevard and Highway 41. I'm your host, Pastor Dean J. Seal. Free and open to the public, co-sponsored by the Southwest Metro and Chaska Citizens Climate Lobby, Interfaith Power and Light, and AM950. Find us on Facebook or at chaskachurch.org. Again, that's Tuesday, February 19th at 7 p.m. Be there. Aloha.
With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists, Warner Stellion. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Jeremiah Rangel, professional coach and trainer of NLP and the creator of Intra Awareness, which is located in Northeast Minneapolis. So thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me again. So just before the break, you were telling us about NLP and kind of getting into um, the different ways that our brain starts to process information and store information and how NLP can help. So what are some of the typical or what are some of the ailments that people may come to you for that uh, you find NLP is especially effective with? Yeah, that's a great question. So first I like to differentiate, is it more for business or more for personal life? Just because it helps me get in the right direction. I have uh, business, coaching, executives, C-suite, you know, CEOs, things that I work with, or, or people trying to transition from one career to another, or just for personal. So I try to separate it first. Most time it's always personal, but you know. But let's talk about personal, because we want to get into business in a bit, perfect. but let's talk about personal. Things. So for personal, we can kind of go to A to Z, people that want to perform better at work, want to communicate better in their relationships. Um, people that, I mean, it can get as extreme as like uh, PTSD. There's people have post-traumatic stress disorder, which means in my world, um, they went through an experience, their unconscious mind is recording it. They didn't have the ability to process it. The unconscious mind keeps bringing it up to become processed. So PTSD is one. Allergies, actually, a lot of people that are allergic, it's uh, a kind of a phobic response and that can be kind of cleared within 15 minutes, um, can be. Let's see um, confidence issues. A lot of people that want to get more confidence in specific areas of life. It's an emotional state that um, maybe some people in in sports or in life people there's talking about being in the zone in the flow mm -hmm. but people don't necessarily know how to get there and we actually give them a strategy of actually how to get there to be in a, an emotional state for an interview or um, in life on command so it could be um, traumatic things but it doesn't have to be it could be like hey how do I get more strategies to to get myself more results so it could be more strategies could be more healing it could be more structure and clarity so tell us how it's used like for for uh, wanting to achieve goals. So say I came to you and said, I want to, I want to become better at being a public speaker. Okay. Like I have a fear about being in front of a, a lot of people. Perfect. Is this true? You have a fear? No. Or are you saying somebody, <laughs> hypothetically, okay, I didn't think so because I didn't experience that with you. But okay, let's say hypothetically somebody says, I want to be a public speaker because this is common and thing that a lot of people have fear for. So first of all, I would want to you know know information. So um, so what would what would you get out of being a public speaker, and what would that look like to you? I'm going to ask them questions that gives them gives me more of a picture, but them more of a picture. And what would that do for you? So like that's kind of the the outcome. If you go into the future, visualize yourself, you know, five months, six months, five years from now, when you are that public speaker, what does that look like? So we start to associate them into the the positive emotional state. What that would look like. But then let us just say a fear comes up, right? So fear is coming up for me. So how do you know when to be afraid you you weren't afraid of being a public speaker before you weren't just talking about it so something had to trigger that so when did the, this fear of being a public speaker start for you like when's the first time you you thought about that in your life usually uh, the first mm, like uh, the first impression right the first impression of things get recorded stamped in people's minds and that's what people respond and react to most people don't actually respond to what's happening they respond to their perception or the programs that what's happening it's interesting that you say that because I go back to um, in a prior life I worked for a community college and we had a lot of people who had just a fear of math like right. they just would say oh I, I can't do math I'm not any good at doing math and as you talk to them you start to discover that it's usually something that happened in grade school Correct. where they were told by someone that they were not good at math and they carried it with them until they're in their 40s and 50s and beyond well, there's a, a saying that we have is all behaviors learn behavior. 
So somebody might come up to me and say, I'm not good at math. And I say, oh, interesting. I, I, I'm really curious. I'm not really, um, I found out that judgmental or um, limiting things doesn't really help anybody. So I adopted being years ago curious. So somebody says, I'm not very good at math. I'm like, oh, interesting. So where did you learn that? Mm-hmm. And it actually gets, it kind of Googles the mind of the information of where it comes from. Oh, I never thought about it. Because some of these questions that I ask people, most people don't, don't ask these questions. Well, how, do, you know, how long have you felt that way? Which gives it more in the time. Or where did you learn that? Which is kind of the location or possibly the person. So this is something, you know, goofy that I say. So sometimes people have, um, you know, heard from their parents a long time ago or somebody yelled at them. Let's say, let's say making up something, a teacher yelled at them. So you can mentally possibly go back in time and say, well, can you imagine going back in time to that time period when that happened and maybe um, visualize and imagine, because we're just imagining this anyway, uh, helium coming into the room. So whoever was yelling at you or said that, imagine what they would sound like, sound like Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse or somebody else. And usually causes people to laugh and then see things differently and instantly like you know they, they, they change and respond differently so it's it's really about getting like a computer to the root file in the in the mind to the root cause so the interesting thing with this and, and it goes back to the neuro part of this I, I imagine is our brain or our body doesn't realize that what we perceive to be happening is not really happening at that moment so we have the same reactions that we would if it actually happened at that moment correct so as you were talking about helping people get into the future and placing them there and kind of giving them that visual your body then responds that way too it can respond in that positive way correct it can respond or can respond positively negatively if it's for goals and outcomes i usually want to say like what's um, what would that look like in the future let's have a picture for it because one of the things that a lot of times people say i want something well, what does that look like? I don't know. Okay, how are you going to get there? I don't know. Okay, cool. At least you need a strategy for it. So to start to ask questions and get that. But then a lot of times in the what people want in the future, what stops them is something from the past. So the future visualizations of the past memories. So we usually upgrade those memories because since no memory or no, not one memory is the real thing. It's a perception. It's synthetic. It's made up which if it's helpful, keep it. If it's uh, nostalgic, awesome, great. But if it's limiting, if it causes you to feel like compressed or shrink person, um, if it causes any limitations, let's upgrade it. Because if this is the root cause of what's playing in your mind and how people respond, then we can, th- th- that's where I get excited because if this is the problem, if we upgrade it, then th- there's the solution. And when you say upgrade it, what do you mean? Well, if a picture is, for example, like um, a, a limiting exp- response from the past is like a movie, this movie keeps playing over and over the scene. Well, what if we were to still pause it? What if we were to rewind it and still pause it mm, two months before it happened? What if we were, if it's in color, in the mind, the mind puts meaning to things. The mind thinks in some of the anatomy of the mind. The mind thinks in pictures and images. There's sounds, there's, you know, smells, things from from the memories. And you start to change some of those settings. Like, if you had a scary movie that you're watching and you started turning the volume down, might not be as scary. Turning to black and white might not be as scary. You make it really tinted. You can do the same thing with the mind. So if you can change the memory, the, the structure of the memories or how it's coded, it changes the response. The problem is only the problem because of the way it's coded. Interesting. Okay, so for listeners who want to learn more about NLP and the work you do, what is your website? Where can they find you? It's www.intraawareness.com, I-N-T-R-A-A-W-A-R-E-N-S-S.com. Okay, so this morning we're talking to NLP trainer Jeremiah Rangel, and when we come back, we're going to take a We're going to dig a little deeper into how this practice is used for increased performance. For more information or to read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of the show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we will be right back. You are an entrepreneur, which means you do everything. You are awesome. And when people say you should advertise on social media, you say, what? I don't have time for all of this. I have a business to run. Yes, you do. What you have to do is sign up for BuzzFrenzy. It automates Facebook advertising. You simply add a hashtag to your post and BuzzFrenzy turns that post into an ad automatically. You don't have to do anything else. You are going to look like a genius. It costs as little as $50 a month, including media spend, which will give you results three to five times better than doing it yourself. How do we do it? 
we automate it. So be a genius and sign up at buzzfrenzy.com. It's super simple, especially for someone as awesome as you. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait, but waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at allenergysolar.com. The local advertisers you hear on AM 950 are the lifeblood of the station. If you find yourself regularly tuning in, or if you appreciate the diversity of content we deliver, please take the time to support our advertisers. Even if it's just to thank them for backing AM 950, your voice and support can go a long way. Help keep the station going strong while investing in our local community. Find the complete list of on-air supporters by visiting the advertisers page at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. Waking up is easy when you look forward to breakfast. Serve seven days a week at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Try eggs your way with hash browns, bacon, or sausage. There are four delicious varieties of eggs benedict that should not be missed. And buttermilk pancakes, waffles, or French toast are always fresh off the griddle. How about a Bloody Mary or screwdriver from the bar? The Downtowner Woodfire Grill is located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking. Or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today will be cloudy with a high near 9, and tonight still cloudy with a low around 5. Tomorrow we'll see snow with a high near 19. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 26. And Tuesday, snow with a high near 26. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Cafe Latte. Come try their bakery specializing in fresh breads and desserts, including their renowned chocolate turtle cake. Visit them on Victoria and Grand in St. Paul or more details at eatlocalminnesota.com. where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Jeremiah Rangel, professional coach and trainer of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and creator of Intra Awareness, which is located right here in Northeast Minneapolis. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. So just before the break, you were telling us what NLP is and some of the ways that it's used for increasing performance or for overcoming some of the fears or anxieties that we might have. How does NLP help us to achieve grow- to achieve goals? With goals, goals are kind of interesting. Um, there's difference in the NLP world. We talk about the difference between goals and outcomes. So goals are like, I want to lose 30 pounds. Okay, that's a goal. It's measurable. But outcomes are more of like what you're going to get from it, the emotional state, the the secondary and tertiary things. So if I lose 30 pounds, I might have more confidence. I might, you know, start dating again. I might, uh, my health will go up. So it's it's instead of goals, a lot of people can make goals, but if goals don't have the why the the emotional driver behind it it's low percentage is going to succeed so i like to find out more of um what going into the goals like this is your goal so why what's behind it what would that do for you what would that look like who else would be affected by it how's it going to affect the world your performance and then you get people really kind of pumped up with it but that's not the only thing okay so who or what are you going to need to support that so just because you have a goal that's a what but then when 
So this is kind of like getting into the structure of it. So when would you want to achieve this goal? And then it's just it's really getting it. So there's it's finding all the 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 holes in the game so we can plug it all up and get success. And who are you going to need to help you to support that? Because most people can't do um, really we can't do a lot of things by ourselves. We can't do things without the sun, without other people, without somebody making our clothes, paving the roads. So we need other people. So who is your accountability team as well? That's okay. a really important one. And so you also talk about again the mental health block or the mental blocks that you can have. Correct. And in doing goals. So let's take for example, oh I don't know, weight loss. <laughs> because weight loss is a big one for me. So what would be uh, perhaps an example of a mental block that might be causing people to not be able to reach their goals? For weight loss, it's a couple things. I would say probably for sure, I would say really high percentage that a person has a negative or limiting self-image about themselves. So it's really hard. The, the body follows a lot of times what the mind says or thinks. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And a lot of times if a person has extra weight, um, it could be as simple as they just don't, they haven't learned about proper nutrition and exercise. That, that could be it. Most of the time, um, weight is just, you know, holding on to something of protection. And it's not... People do the best with what resources they have, and usually for survival. So if it's, um, it could be something with the relationship with the parents. It could be hereditary, meaning this is the way we've always been. Mm -hmm. But just because that's the way we've always done it doesn't mean you can't change it. But you have to get to the root file, the root cause of where it is. But with weight, usually it's upgrading the self-image. But it could be, it could be a belief, which is. I don't know, 15 minutes to change. It could be a value, might be a couple hours to change. It could be identity, which could take months or more time to change. So it depends. The deeper it is when a person learned and started operating this way, the younger it is. So you have to go to that age or that part. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. So um, share an example of a client who wanted to achieve a goal. So without actually sharing sure. who the client is or giving us any of that information, but just a goal that they may have wanted to reach and how, how that looked for them. So, well, there's a, a recent um, a client, and this isn't common because I, or this is very common, I should say, but it, it could be something is, um, so look, marriages, for example. So sometimes people want better communication in their marriages and Usually in a, a marriage in a two-person situation or a family situation, it really takes one person to start to get the information, maybe to go outside the relationship or marriage that, for example, if the other person isn't very good at communicating, you might have to go outside the marriage, a book, a workshop, a coach, and get this information to start to interject it. So that's, um, I have a lot of people who want to get better at communicating. They want to become better parents. They, do, they want to, most of the people, they want to break the patterns that's been going on generationally so their kids don't have to. Those are really, really huge drivers and motivators for a lot of parents. And so what might that look like if they come to you in there? Well, um, we've always done it this Well, I get more information, but uh, uh, let's say a wife, you know, my mom did it this way, my grandma did it this way. Well, how does it make you feel? It doesn't make me feel very good. So what are some other ways that would be better? Or who are some other models in your life that you've had or you've seen that you could model after? And how do they speak? What do they talk? And, of course, I can give information, but if I'm, I'm one source of information and they have a lot of sources. So I really teach people to use their resources and think outside the box. Not just think, but behave and respond. For example, um, a lot of times for for people who work out, they, they go to work and they have a specific work clothes. If you come home and you don't change the clothes, there's still going to be a big part of you that's going to be operating that way. So the first thing to do is to change your clothes when you get done with work. That's not your work clothes. To like you're going to treat your spouse or your family members differently than than people at work. Um, if I've, there was a woman that I worked with who was a high-powered executive, and she would get home and boss the whole family, and the family didn't like it. So <laughs> some of the information is change your clothes, and if your kids are on the floor, you know the little girls kicking their, you know, kicking their legs and drawing the floor, get down on the floor with them and and start to draw. And she did that. She, her inner child kind of really bursted through the family. They didn't feel intimidated with her anymore, and just so you're changing your physiology, changing your clothes, changing your strategies. That's huge. That is huge. And that's such an interesting way to look at it because, yeah, we put on that kind of armor when we're going into the workplace. And if you haven't released that by the time you get home, then you can't be in a different way with your family. Right. So you do a lot of work with executives Correct. and in, in with teams. Correct. So what would be a typical thing that somebody would call you in to, say, work with a team in their organization? Generally speaking, 
the something's not working within the team or not working to the degree that the leader of the team wants to get to. And really great leaders don't make up things. They they don't um, make excuses or blame other people. They say, you know what, this is the results that we want, and I'm going to find it. So one of the one of the things I do is I do an assessment if I'm working with a team. I, usually, I do a similar assessment with a person or couples, but an assessment. What do you want? Like what is what is the outcome that you want? Um, what's what are you going to need to support you to get there? And what's basically stopping and blocking you from having it now? So we need to make upgrades within the team and usually do an assessment to find out how is it operating and then what can I do differently to be able to make the changes so an assessment is the first thing is you know somebody like pulling back the curtains and finding out what's what and it's never about judgment or blame it's really about what works and what doesn't work we really want to do more of what works and less of what doesn't work okay and so one of the things that I find so interesting about what you do is you do NLP but you've taken it kind of a step further and you have what's called oneness NLP. Correct. So what is oneness NLP? So traditional NLP is more about just the brain and it's more about doing things. Um, and that's in the late 1970s. It's evolved to like the second generation in the mid-90s to humanistic neurolinguistic psychology, which was uh, people that were more in the field of psychology wanted to use this in a psychology make it more humanistic instead of treating people in a way like robots or computers that there's a there's a person attached to it so i've um evolved it to a third generation in, in 2015 of oneness nlp oneness is just the if you take away all the pictures or the labels of the mind or the thoughts there's this presence when people have their needs met they can't hurt themselves or other people there's a a, a oneness a connection that we have inside so nlp in a way is about um, how the mind works the strategy of it the oneness is really more about the, the source which created the mind. It doesn't make sense in my mind to teach about the mind without going beyond it a little bit. So oneness NLP is the first um, integrated the spiritual and psychological technologies. That That's what mo a lot of people like myself found that was missing from traditional NLP, like the spiritual component. There's things that within the mind you can say beyond the mind, but to actually have the experience, that's where the oneness comes in. And it actually works better, uh, more holistic. A lot of the, the cutting-edge companies are going in this direction where it's really about the people having to get, get their needs met, which they're going to have a lot more bigger output. Well, and really, if you think about it, even in the business world, we keep going back to, you know, now it's really important that we understand our why for doing something. Yes. Right? And so our why is really that moral or that... Um, the virtuous, virtuous part of why we're actually wanting to do something. So that brings in the spirituality without actually saying spirituality. Yeah, it's the driver, and everybody has a why. If you don't have a why, and if it's not, if your why is not strong enough, you won't achieve the goal. Right. So people, and that's where like old school business systems, whereas like you know you squeeze everything you can get out of people, which isn't a very good business system. But if you can find out what is their why, it's the business is number one rule in business is to make money. Otherwise, it's a hobby or for funsies. So <laughs> that's what I say. But if a, you, you're using each other, you're working with each other, not using as a negative, but using as positive, or using the as a vehicle to help you go on better vacations or get to a promotion. And the, the company, the, you guys need each other. So it's really about, it's not about sides, it's about roles and parts. And different people have different roles for, it's getting everyone, we're on the same team heading in the same direction. Right. And if not everyone's on that, then there might be better teams for you, you know, somewhere else. It doesn't have to be hard feelings. It's just, we're on the, this is where our vision is, this is our mission for a business or a personal, and this is our values, and this is where we're heading towards, and this we're, it's, it needs to be constant evolving. If a system or a relationship or marriage or a person gets stagnant, there's not going to be results. There has to be constant movement or growth. Otherwise, there's going to be feedback from the universe, the mind, relationships, that it's, it's not going to work. It's like an error in a computer. It's going to be error in life. So when it comes to working in businesses and working with executives, so you work with a lot of top executives. Correct. And what do you find is um, the thing that you work with most? The biggest thing is, the, the analogy I give is like being a king, right? If you're a king or a queen, right? You're, you're the leader of this land, so to speak, and we're being like the CEO or president of a company. And if you are supposed to know all the answers, if you're supposed to be uh, know everything, you're going to be very limited. So the most, like, 
so many people studying like Henry Ford or a lot of people like Henry Ford for example got a lot of people and Steve Jobs got a lot of people that were smarter than them to do the job it's like you're smarter than me so you do it you tell me what to do so it's really about finding what is the needs of the person of the CEO the executive of uh, the leader I just call it leadership what do they need what's not working um, what can they do differently because a lot of times they can learn and model things but if they can't do it hire out hire somebody that can do it do you really want to become the world's best communicator or do you want to get um, communicate enough and then get somebody to be able to do that for you so it's really getting people custom needs to where they where they're whether what they want and what's going to work best so that they can be most effective and they can do what they're best at and whether people can do what they're best at yes and I think that's really important especially with leaders is that they learn to lead the way that they were meant to lead not by modeling somebody else how they led because that that doesn't feel authentic correct. and it isn't easy for us to do correct so when we come back, we're going to continue talking about this. We're going to talk about some classes that you have coming up as well, which is really exciting. So to make an appointment with Jeremiah or one of the other Oneness NLP practitioners they can visit that are in your business, they can visit intraawareness.com. Correct. And they can also contact you there if they're interested in having you come into their organization. Exactly, yep. Great. So... To read an online edition of Natural Awakenings, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You are listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We will be right back with Jeremiah Rangel. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coop. P. You are an entrepreneur, which means you do everything. You are awesome. And when people say you should advertise on social media, you say, what? I don't have time for all of this. I have a business to run. Yes, you do. What you have to do is sign up for BuzzFrenzy. It automates Facebook advertising. You simply add a hashtag to your post and BuzzFrenzy turns that post into an ad automatically. You don't have to do anything else. You are going to look like a genius. It costs as little as $50 a month, including media spend, which will give you results three to five times better than doing it yourself. How do we do it? We automate it. So be a genius and sign up at BuzzFrenzy.com. It's super simple, especially for someone as awesome as you. Are you concerned about health care reform, deportation, gun violence, the Line 3 pipeline? Learn how to make your voice heard. Register now for the Min by Min Beyond the Vote Conference on Sunday, February 24th at Harding High School in St. Paul. Minnesota artist and Northland Poster Collective co-founder Ricardo Levins Morales will kick off the day as the keynote speaker. The day-long conference features a variety of workshops and activities to help you better understand the issues, boost your activism skills, and connect with activist and advocacy communities across the state. Be sure to visit the exhibitor tables and try out the new hosted interactive walk-up stations. Register today at mnxmn.org. Early bird rates are available through Valentine's Day. Student discount scholarships and child supervision are also available. Or sign up as a volunteer and attend sessions for free. For more details or to register, visit mnxmn.org. That's Min by Min Beyond the Vote Sunday, February 24th at Harding High School in St. Paul. Min by Min, empowering civic engagement in Minnesota. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. 
Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Jeremiah Rangel, professional coach and trainer of NLP and the creator of Intra Awareness, located right in Northeast Minneapolis. Welcome back to the show, Jeremiah. Thank you, Candy. So we've been talking about neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, and your personalized approach, which is called Oneness NLP, um, and how it's used to help your clients the better, richer, healthier lives. In 2017, over 3.1 million opioid prescriptions were dispensed in Minnesota. Wow. As a society, we have uh, a great deal of pain, both physical mental, spiritual, emotional. And uh, for people who are looking for a more natural approach to pain, how can NLP help them? This is what gets interesting. I'll uh, try to give a big idea in the small chunks as much as possible. But what I found to be true is that most physical pain isn't physically rooted. It's manifest physically. Meaning if there's a physical expression of pain, I call it dis-ease, not disease like it has to be uh, cancer, melanoma, just dis-ease that um, can get gas, it can hurt, it can be dis-ease. So anywhere the body's not operating optimally, there's, if there's something wrong within the body or um, if there's something not, you know, there's any disease in the body, there's something limiting within the mind. There's mm-hmm. always that. And sometimes, yeah, maybe do a cleanse or do a workout program, change your diet. That could be the solution that could help. But more, more times, if you change it within your mind, the body follows quicker. So if you, a person doesn't deal with something or learn something in the, in the physical world, well, it comes over from the psychological. So the psychological world, if it doesn't get addressed, it goes over physically. But then we talked about it like spiritually. If it doesn't get addressed or connected spiritually, it goes over to psychological and then goes to physical. So what that means is from the... From the physical, there's dis-ease, the body's not operating optimally. Psychologically, there's maybe a limiting belief or a limiting program or um, limitation in the mind about self or others or the way life is. Spiritually, there's a part of them that feels disconnected from the source of whatever created them, whatever they choose to call it. So it could be um, going deep and connecting them to that spiritual connection, if you will. It could be upgrading the program in their mind or it could be doing like literally some physical things. So how I operate is I, I ask questions. I don't come out from an outside source and try to say like, you need to do this until I get information. Usually I tap into people's inner intelligence. Their unconscious mind is connected to their higher consciousness. So people know. It's just that the problems that most people have is they're disconnected from their inner knowing. So mm-hmm. I really connect them to the inner knowing, kind of Google that or channel that or ask that. And the answer is, you know, right there. And this shift could happen pretty quick. So I think one of the, you know, I was just listening on the radio the other day on another station about um, pain management. And one of the things we tend to as a society want to just eliminate pain. Right, we want it to go away completely, and so we do. We'll take anything we can in order to help us to do that. So whether it's Tylenol or um, Advil, or if it's going into the more strong prescription drugs for pain, um, how can you use NLP for managing pain? So instead of trying to eliminate it completely, are there things? Are there techniques that people can do if they have? Um, say back pain that they're struggling with yes and first of all i'm definitely not an extremist in saying like no medication ever or medication all the time for the rest of your life so it's it's really about a balance but Mm -hmm. um pain if you're going to be a human being on earth you're going to have pain and we can't get rid of pain and here's why pain is a check engine light in the body it's saying pay attention when we don't pay attention we pay with pain so and it's it's your unconscious mind it's a check engine light so I like pain, and this sounds, um, I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more, but I tell people I like pain because it, I, I listen to it. Not that I inflict pain or want other people to be in pain, but if <laughs> someone's in pain, I, I'm respecting that part. Great, let's find out where it's, what's the message so we don't have to experience this anymore. So there's going to be several techniques, whether um, I ask a person, so what does that look like? You know, What does that pain look like? It's just like this big, giant black ball that's resting on my shoulders. Okay, well, what if we were to turn the colors of the, the ball? What if we were to shrink it down and move it farther away and make it pink? Oh, 
instantly, literally instantly, the pain could be gone in seconds. Or it could be something like, no, I have to exercise. The pain will continue to be there until I get off my butt and actually get out of the house and start to work out. So it's not up to me. Pain can literally go away in seconds, even if people have had it for decades. That's, I've seen that. It's possible. But it's not like that every time. So mm -hmm. it's really getting the lesson behind the pain, the message behind the pain. And once you receive the message, you no longer need the teacher. So you have some classes coming up that people, if uh, they're interested in learning more or interested in um, just understanding NLP better, you have some classes coming up, and I believe you have a 101 that's starting next weekend. Yes, on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. So what we did is we created a 101, exactly like you said, so people to dip their toes into uh, the intro awareness pool, so to speak, so they can just try it, try it out for a weekend to see if what, what it's all about and... Um, my job is to clear as much. I'm the, the trainer, so I'm actually going to be there. It's not like a bait and switch where I'm going to say something and somebody else is there. I'm there, and I put 100% of my uh, skills and resources into clearing as much as possible, educating as much as possible, and giving people as much to take away so they can start to apply it in their life right away. So just to be clear and just to be honest and transparent about everything. I have attended your weekend class <laughs> and thoroughly enjoyed it and just very much highly recommend it to people who are interested in learning more. And it is kind of the first step that people can take. So yes. you actually have a certification as well. Correct. People can move on if they're, you, you could do it for your own personal growth and your own education knowledge. You, you could do it if you want to be certified to practice with other people, you could get certified and do it. It's just a little bit more standards and take a, a testing out. Then there's also, um, you know, if you want to, if people that are getting coaching or already coaches, it's if pretty much any coaching book out there says if you don't have NLP, you're at a fundamental disadvantage, but I would actually go for it in life. This is psychological technology that I feel everyone should learn. I feel like everyone, should have it in schools and that's why I'm doing my best to help as many people as I can to give people like you the listeners the advantage to clear things in your life and do what you're here to do be as happy and successful as possible because that's going to make a better world one of the things that I always use I always tell my clients when I'm working with coaching clients is um, that the most important thing a leader needs to know is themselves yes 100%. and so NLP is a great way to really understand who you are and why you are the way you are and why you react the way you are. Yes, it's definitely not the end-all be-all, but it's the most standalone accelerator thing that I've found for personal growth. It's not going to be the only thing, but it's huge chunk, majority. It's how a person fundamentally operates, and you can make changes and make change results. So if people are interested in attending the, the workshop this weekend, this coming weekend, you still have space available? For we them? do. We always save a few spots, and we have a couple of venues that we can use for whatever reason. If we get to a certain number, then we can always make a bigger venue to make some more room. Okay, <laughs> great. And how do they? where do they go in order to register? So you can either just uh, go to introawareness.com, or you can call me directly, 612-930-2662, and that's our company line, and we can answer questions directly. Say that number one more time. 612-930-2662. Great. Well, thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. You've shared lots of great information. And thank you for joining the conversation as we awaken to natural health. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and I'm wishing you a lovely day. Lovely day, lovely day, lovely day.